Uh, kia Motunum, I do stay with us. You're listening to Checkpoint on RNZ National. It is now time for the business news because Nona's almost hit the chair. Ko takuhua in INA, ko Nona Peltier. Hi, Nona. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Okay, Infratil, Infratil, that's hard Infratil. to say. Infratil. Yeah, yeah, that's Infratil. the infrastructure. Yeah company, whatever we They're call a big them. one too. Yeah, so their first half net profit has more than doubled. What did it make? Well, it made $1.21 billion in the first half. And that's partly because they were able to um, increase the... So some of it was not all like real cash. It was sort of a, an increase in the valuation of its share of um, One New Zealand. That's the telecommunications company. So they owned 49.9% of it. And uh, then they bought another half. Well, they paid more for the second half than they did for the first half of the company. So that lifted the valuation. That gain was reflected in their result, along with four months of income, more income from One New Zealand, because they they now own 99.9% of it. Uh, So it's a big big gain in their income. But, you know, uh, the market was... eh, not too excited about it, which I thought was kind of interesting because their underlying profit was up 45%. The company did talk about Wellington Airport. That's uh, one that's uh, one to watch because we know that um, the Wellington Council is consulting with staff, uh, I guess, uh, consumers and other type ratepayers and so on about whether or not to sell their stake in the airport. And it just so happens that Infratil owns 66% of Wellington Airport. I said, well, would you consider buying it? And they said, well, it's early days, but it is a good investment. It's a good asset. It's a good asset for the council to continue to own. They said they're just going to wait to find out what happens. There's going to be some pricing that goes in with that. So overall, the market wasn't thrilled with the result, believe it or not, and it marked it down 4%. Okay, the Commerce Commission is questioning the timing of TransPower's proposed investment in high voltage, um, a link, a high voltage link between the North and the South Islands. What, what's its concern? Okay, well, this one is interesting too. So the Commerce Commission, the act that covers the regulatory distribution of energy, so that's lines and the national grid, was written a long time ago, and that was before we sort of had to consider 100% renewable energy targets and just what we needed to do to get to, say, our Paris Agreement and so forth to meet those targets for 2030, 2040, and 2050. And so TransPower has come back and said that they think it's time to upgrade the power cables between the the North and South Island, the Cook Strait cables. Uh, That's going to be a big cost. And the Commerce Commission is wondering whether or not we really need to spend that money. And the reason they think it may not be necessary is because a lot of um, energy is being, renewable energy is being consented and developed in the North Island. That's wind power, solar power, you name it. So maybe we don't need any power from the South Island. So why would we spend all that money? Because it's consumers who pay for it. So they're pondering the question. It's a big one because we don't exactly know how much power we're going to have in each place. And for example, in the South Island, we rely heavily on um, the Hydro Lakes. We know that that battery storage lake that uh, Labour was considering putting in the former government is going to be scrapped by the incoming government. So there's a lot of 
There's a lot of moving parts when it comes to energy policy. There you go. Anyway. Markets, Narna? Yes. Well, you know, I told you about the bulls rushing in yesterday. Might have been, should have called them maybe the fools. I'm not sure there. But uh, the market fell 1.1% today. And that's because the concern about the U.S. economy being on the boil was back in play. So, yeah, down 1.1%, a 122-point drop to 11,231. And the dollar down against the U.S., back to 59.8 U.S. cents, but otherwise steady at 92.5 Australian and 48.3 British pence. 